Welcome to the Confluence Investment Management Bi-Weekly Geopolitical Report for April 3rd, 2023. I'm Phil Adler. Northern Ireland has been a thorn in the side of relations between Great Britain and the European Union, but a recent agreement creates hope that a breakthrough is within sight with potentially positive ramifications for the British pound and British stocks. Confluence staff economist Thomas Walsh joins us today to give us some background and bring us up to date. Thomas, this all goes back a long way. After 30 years of violent sectarian conflict between Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland, the Good Friday Agreement in 1998 did bring peace, but not full resolution. How did this agreement leave Northern Ireland's status a little murky? Well, that's a great question. The Good Friday Agreement never settled the debate over what to do with Northern Ireland after the partition of the Republic of Ireland in 1921. The Catholics wanted to be viewed as Irish, therefore they pushed for reunification, while the Protestants wanted to be seen as British and thus wanted to remain in the United Kingdom. The Good Friday Agreement allowed Northern Ireland to formally be part of the UK while giving the region the option for reunification with Ireland in the future if a majority of the population supports the move. Of course, at the time, Great Britain was a member of the European Union. How did Great Britain's membership in the EU help define the Good Friday Agreement? At the time, like you said, the agreement was signed, the UK was in the European Union, which meant that people living in Northern Ireland basically had the same custom and trade rights as those that lived in either the UK or the Republic of Ireland. In short, EU membership blurred the lines between being Irish and British. I was wondering, does this help explain why there still seems to be fairly significant pro-European Union sentiment within Northern Ireland? Well, I think the positive sentiment is related to fears that without membership in the EU, Northern Ireland could return to the Troubles era. The period was a dark time in Northern Irish history, marred by violence and political instability. Well, everything changed with Brexit. How did Great Britain's exit from the European Union complicate the Irish situation? Brexit raised questions about how to best deal with the Irish border. Neither the EU or UK wanted to impose a hard border in between Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland. As a result, the two sides worked to find a compromise that would allow the UK to leave the EU without limiting North Ireland's access to the Republic of Ireland. What attempts, Thomas, were made to resolve the disagreements by, by a series of British prime ministers, from Theresa May to Boris Johnson to Liz Truss? There were several attempts to correct the issue, and none of them were perfect. The original plan involved a backstop that would allow Northern Ireland to remain in the European Union while other parts of the UK left. The next arrangement, called the North Ireland Protocol, involved an Irish sea border that would allow for Northern Ireland to trade freely with the Republic of Ireland and send goods into the UK without restrictions. However, the protocol also meant that UK goods entering Northern Ireland faced greater scrutiny. Why did unionist elements in Northern Ireland oppose these attempts? Unionists opposed the deal because they believed that the backstop and the Northern Ireland protocol would lead to closer ties with the Republic of Ireland. Their suspicions were well-founded. Trade between Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland surged 
following Brexit, as firms found it much easier to import goods from Ireland than the UK. Well, let's focus for a moment on on this latest agreement engineered by the new British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, the the so-called Windsor Agreement. Are, Are there serious flaws? Critics say the bill does not completely remove the red tape around UK goods entering Northern Ireland, and they are not wrong. The Windsor Agreement merely reduces the amount of checks on goods entering from the UK. Another problem with the deal is that it still leaves in place the European Court of Justice to oversee EU rules in Northern Ireland. Well, is the European Union fully on board with this agreement? Yes, it does appear that the EU supports the bill. Although changes relieve some of the burden from the Northern Ireland Protocol, it still leaves in place the general framework. In essence, the EU wants to ensure that firms in Great Britain are not able to have trade-free access to European markets without following its rules. How about Great Britain? How does it feel about this agreement? The UK is a bit of a different matter. Although Eurosceptics believe that Sunak could have gotten more out of the deal, the proposed change received overwhelming support from Parliament. Despite what critics say, unless the UK is willing to tear up the Brexit agreement over Northern Ireland, they don't really have much leverage to push for more concessions. Thomas, do you think the unionist element in Northern Ireland is losing some power and may ultimately accept the Windsor Agreement? The major unionist party in Northern Ireland has stated that the agreement is not perfect, but it appears they don't have the power to change it, and the deal is popular among the Northern Ireland public. However, you bring up a good point. Demographics are not on the unionist side. A 2021 census survey showed that Catholics outnumber Protestants for the first time in the region's history. Thus, unionist influence does appear to be on a downward trend. How could this new agreement impact British financial assets? Assuming this is the final adjustment to the Brexit agreement regarding Northern Ireland, the deal should be supportive of the British sterling and equities because the framework reduces the chance of a possible split between the EU and the UK and should bolster confidence that the two sides will be able to work through their differences in the future. What could still go wrong? Well, there's still the possibility of renewed violence over the agreement as pro-military groups could decide to take actions into their own hands. If true, it could lead to civil unrest within the region, which will hurt the pound. Thomas, even if Great Britain achieves a semblance of victory on this front, the country still faces plenty of problems. High unemployment, growing poverty, a loss of prestige for the London financial markets, high inflation, rising interest rates. Are there opportunities here for investors? Well, there's always opportunities, but it's still too early to tell where. The country is on its third prime minister in less than a year, thus the UK does not seem to be very stable. However, it does appear that the BOE may be nearing the end of its tightening cycle, which should be supportive of domestic equities. Thank you, Thomas. Our discussion today is based upon sources and data believed to be accurate and reliable. Opinions and forward-looking statements expressed are subject to change without notice. This information does not constitute a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security. Our engineer is Dane Stoll. I'm Phil Adler.